Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 251 of our journey. In today's reading, we see God take up residence in his temple that was described in the previous chapters. His glory fills the temple and he claims it as his throne. He then gives instructions about how the people are to enter the temple and how they are to act when they arrive. He gives instructions for the priests and the Levites. The priests will serve as judges over disputes among the people and will also teach the people the difference between what is holy and what is common. The Levites will serve in the temple as gatekeepers. They will slaughter the burnt offerings and they will minister to the people. Then he gives an admonition to the princes of Israel. The princes are to promote what is just and right. They must put away violence and oppression and serve the people. Join me in Ezekiel 43 through 45 for the return of God's glory to Israel. Ezekiel 43. Then he brought me to the gate that faced toward the east. I saw the glory of the God of Israel coming from the east. The sound was like that of rushing water, and the earth radiated his glory. It was like the vision I saw when he came to destroy the city, and the vision I saw by the Kabar River. I threw myself face down. The glory of the Lord came into the temple by way of the gate that faces east. Then a wind lifted me up and brought me to the inner court. I watched the glory of the Lord filling the temple. I heard someone speaking to me from the temple while the man was standing beside me. He said to me, Son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place for the soles of my feet, where I will live among the people of Israel forever. The house of Israel will no longer profane my holy name, neither they nor their kings, by their spiritual prostitution or by the pillars of their kings set up when they die. When they placed their threshold by my threshold and their doorpost by my doorpost, with only the wall between me and them, they profaned my holy name by the abominable deeds they committed. So I consumed them in my anger. Now they must put away their spiritual prostitution and the pillars of their kings far from me, and then I will live among them forever. As for you, son of man, describe the temple to the house of Israel, so that they will be ashamed of their sins and measure the pattern. When they are ashamed of all that they have done, make known to them the design of the temple, its pattern, its exits and entrances, and its whole design, all its statutes, its entire design and all its laws. Write it all down in their sight, so that they may observe its entire design and all its statutes and do them. This is the law of the temple. The entire area on top of the mountain, all around, will be most holy. Indeed, this is the law of the temple. And these are the measurements of the altar. Its base is one and three-quarter feet high and one and three-quarter feet wide, and its border nine inches on its edge. This is to be the height of the altar. From the base of the ground to the lower ledge is three and one-half feet, and the width one and three-quarter feet, and from the smaller ledge to the larger ledge, seven feet, and the width, one and three-quarter feet, and the altar hearth, seven feet, and from the altar hearth 
four horns projecting upward. Now the altar hearth is a perfect square, 21 feet long and 21 feet wide. The ledge is 24 and one-half feet long and 24 and one-half feet wide on four sides. The border around it is 10 and a half inches and its surrounding base one and three-quarter feet. Its steps face east. Then he said to me, Son of man, this is what the sovereign Lord says. These are the statutes of the altar. On the day it is built to offer up burnt offerings on it and to sprinkle blood on it. You will give a young bull for a sin offering to the Levitical priests who are descended from Zadok, who approach me to minister to me, declares the sovereign Lord. You will take some of its blood and place it on the four corners of the altar, on the four corners of the ledge, and on the border all around. You will purify it and make atonement for it. You will also take the bull for the sin offering, and it will be burned in the appointed place in the temple, outside the sanctuary. On the second day, you will offer a male goat without blemish for a sin offering. They will purify the altar just as they purified it with the bull. When you have finished purifying it, you will offer an unblemished young bull and an unblemished ram from the flock. You will present them before the Lord, and the priests will scatter salt on them and offer them up as a burnt offering to the Lord. For seven days, you will provide every day a goat for a sin offering, a young bull and a ram from the flock, both without blemish, will be provided. For seven days, they will make atonement for the altar and cleanse it, so they will consecrate it. When the prescribed period is over, on the eighth day and thereafter, the priests will offer up on the altar your burnt offerings and your peace offerings. I will accept you, declares the Sovereign Lord. Ezekiel 44. Then he brought me back by way of the outer gate of the sanctuary, which faces east, but it was shut. The Lord said to me, This gate will be shut, it will not be opened, and no one will enter by it. For the Lord, the God of Israel, has entered by it. Therefore, it will remain shut. Only the prince may sit in it to eat a sacrificial meal before the Lord. He will enter by way of the porch of the gate and will go out by the same way. Then he brought me by way of the north gate to the front of the temple. As I watched, I noticed the glory of the Lord filling the Lord's temple, and I threw myself face down. The Lord said to me, Son of man, pay attention. Watch closely and listen carefully to everything I tell you concerning all the statutes of the Lord's house and all its laws. Pay attention to the entrances to the temple with all the exits of the sanctuary. Say to the rebellious, to the house of Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Enough of all your abominable practices, O house of Israel. When you bring foreigners, those uncircumcised in heart and in flesh, into my sanctuary, you desecrate it, even my house. When you offer my food, the fat and the blood, you have broken my covenant by all your abominable practices. You have not kept charge of my holy things, but you have assigned foreigners to keep charge of my sanctuary for you. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. No foreigner who is uncircumcised in heart and flesh among all the foreigners who are among the people of Israel will enter into my sanctuary. 
But the Levites, who went far from me, straying off from me after their idols when Israel went astray, will be responsible for their sin. Yet they will be ministers in my sanctuary, having oversight at the gates of the temple and serving the temple. They will slaughter the burnt offerings and the sacrifices for the people, and they will stand before them to minister to them. Because they used to minister to them before their idols and became a sinful obstacle to the house of Israel. Consequently, I have made a vow concerning them, declares the sovereign Lord, that they will be responsible for their sin. They will not come near me to serve me as priest, nor will they come near any of my holy things, the things which are most sacred. They will bear the shame of the abominable deeds they have committed. Yet I will appoint them to keep charge of the temple, all of its service, and all that will be done in it. But the Levitical priests, the descendants of Zadok, who kept the charge of my sanctuary when the people of Israel went astray from me, will approach me to minister to me. They will stand before me to offer me the fat and the blood, declares the sovereign Lord. They will enter my sanctuary and approach my table to minister to me. They will keep my charge. When they enter the gates of the inner court, they must wear linen garments. They must not have any wool on them when they minister in the inner gates of the court and in the temple. Linen turbans will be on their heads and linen undergarments will be around their waists. They must not bind themselves with anything that causes sweat. When they go out to the outer court to the people, they must remove the garments they were ministering in and place them in the holy chambers. They must put on other garments so that they will not transmit holiness to the people with their garments. They must not shave their heads nor let their hair grow long. They must only trim their heads. No priest may drink wine when he enters the inner court. They must not marry a widow or a divorcee, but they may marry a virgin from the house of Israel or a widow who is a priest's widow. Moreover, they will teach my people the difference between the holy and the common and show them how to distinguish between the ceremonially unclean and the clean. In a controversy, they will act as judges. They will judge according to my ordinances. They will keep my laws and my statutes regarding all my appointed festivals and will observe my Sabbaths. They must not come near a dead person or they will be defiled. However, for father, mother, son, daughter, brother, or unmarried sister, they may defile themselves. After a priest has become ceremonially clean, they must count off a period of seven days for him. On the day he enters the sanctuary into the inner court to serve in the sanctuary, he must offer his sin offering, declares the sovereign Lord. This will be their inheritance. I am their inheritance, and you must give them no property in Israel. I am their property. They may eat the grain offering, the sin offering, and the guilt offering, and every devoted thing in Israel will be theirs. The first of all the firstfruits and all the contributions of any kind will be for the priests. You will also give to the priest the first portion of your dough so that a blessing may rest on your house. The priests will not eat any bird or animal that has died a natural death or was torn to pieces by a wild animal. Ezekiel 45. When you allot the land as an inheritance, you will offer an allotment to the Lord, a holy portion from the land. The length will be eight and a quarter miles, and the width three and one-third miles. 
This entire area will be holy. Of this area, a square, 875 feet by 875 feet, will be designated for the sanctuary, with 87 and a half feet set aside for its open space roundabout. From this measured area, you will measure a length of eight and a quarter miles and a width of three and one-third miles. In it will be the sanctuary, the most holy place. It will be a holy portion of the land. It will be for the priests, the ministers of the sanctuary who approach the Lord to minister to him. It will be a place for their houses and a holy place for the sanctuary, an area eight and a quarter miles in length and three and one-third miles in width will be for the Levites who minister at the temple as a place for the cities in which they will live. Alongside the portion set aside as the holy allotment, you will allot for the city an area one and two-thirds miles wide and eight and a quarter miles long. It will be for the whole house of Israel. For the prince, there will be land on both sides of the holy allotment and the allotted city, alongside the holy allotment and the allotted city, on the west side and on the east side. It will be comparable in length to one of the portions, from the west border to the east border of the land. This will be his property in Israel. My princes will no longer oppress my people, but the land will be allotted to the house of Israel according to their tribes. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Enough, you princes of Israel. Put away violence and destruction and do what is just and right. Put an end to your evictions of my people, declares the Sovereign Lord. You must use just balances, a just dry measure, an ephah, and a just liquid measure, a bath. The dry and liquid measures will be the same. The bath will contain a tenth of a homer and the ephah a tenth of a homer. The homer will be the standard measure. The shekel will be 20 geras. 60 shekels will be a mina for you. This is the offering you must offer. A sixth of an ephah from a homer of wheat. A sixth of an ephah from a homer of barley. And as the prescribed portion of olive oil, one-tenth of a bath from each core, which is ten baths or a homer. For ten baths make a homer. And one sheep from each flock of two hundred, from the watered places of Israel, for a grain offering, a burnt offering, and peace offering, to make atonement for them, declares the Sovereign Lord. All the people of the land will contribute to this offering for the Prince of Israel. It will be the duty of the Prince to provide the burnt offerings, the grain offering, and the drink offering at festivals, on the new moons and Sabbaths, at all the appointed feasts of the house of Israel, he will provide the sin offering, the grain offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offerings to make atonement for the house of Israel. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. In the first month, on the first day of the month, you must take an unblemished young bull and purify the sanctuary. The priest will take some of the blood of the sin offering and place it on the doorpost of the temple, on the four corners of the ledge of the altar, and on the doorpost of the gate of the inner court. This is what you must do on the seventh day of the month for anyone who sins inadvertently or through ignorance, so you will make atonement for the temple. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, you will celebrate the Passover, and for the seven days of the festival, bread made without yeast will be eaten. 
On that day, the prince will provide for himself and for all the people of the land a bull for a sin offering. And during the seven days of the feast, he will provide as a burnt offering to the Lord seven bulls and seven rams, all without blemish, on each of the seven days, and a male goat daily for a sin offering. He will provide as a grain offering an ephah for each bull, an ephah for each ram, and a gallon of olive oil for each ephah of grain. In the seventh month, on the fifteenth day of the month at the feast, he will make the same provisions for the sin offering, burnt offering, and grain offering, and for the olive oil for the seven days. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.